all across Latin America. The Maestro Cares Foundation is working to provide children with safe places to live, study, and play. Orphanages, schools, playgrounds, sporting facilities, all aimed at helping orphaned and disadvantaged children to thrive. Maciel Brito and Pete Amaro join me for today's broadcast from the Maestro Cares Foundation, sharing the vision, the background, and the heart of this organization, which was, by the way, founded by Mark Anthony. So what do you say we go beyond status quo? Today, right here, on the edge of adventure. This is where adventure meets purpose, where we get to know those who live life beyond status quo. My name is Adam Asher, and this is the Edge of Adventure podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Edge of Adventure. My name is Adam Asher, and of course, it's always my privilege and pleasure to talk about some things that really matter, to talk about and introduce you to some organizations and some people working around the world, living lives of adventure and purpose. And today, it's certainly my honor to introduce you to a couple great people who work with Maestro Cares. And let me introduce my guests today real quick. We've got Maciel Brito. Maciel, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Adam. Thank you for having us. And Pete Amaro is also joining us. Pete, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. I'm excited. Pete, let's start with you. You are a board member for the Maestro Cares Foundation. You're treasurer. You're very passionate about what the organization does. And if you were to put it in a nutshell, right, I, I could do it. I could try. You're going to be better at it. Tell us all you guys are doing. It's really simple um, what we're doing. Uh, we are focused on the Latin American community across the U.S. and Latin America, so all the countries in Latin America, to ensure that children really have a place where they can live, learn, and play. And those are very simple words, and it seems like it's an obvious thing that any child should have, but the reality, it's not always the case. I mean, um, you know, the way our, our foundation was founded was by, you know, in the Dominican Republic, understanding that there weren't opportunities for these kids to live, learn, and play. And so what we do is we provide those resources to make that happen. So we construct buildings so they can learn. We construct playgrounds so they can play across more than 13 different countries across Latin America. Pete, tell me how it got it, its start. You mentioned the Dominican Republic. Yeah, Maciel, let me jump in here on the genesis here. But is it is pretty simple. Uh, Mark Anthony, who is a, an icon in salsa, right? Like from New York, but deep roots in Puerto Rico, and his, you know, pretty much lifelong friend, Henry Cardenas, were in the Dominican Republic on tour. And they went off and, and they were introduced to someone that was doing some work at an orphanage um, right in La Romana, which is in the south of the Dominican Republic. And when they got there, the need was just so obvious, right? I mean, you just walk in here and you're, you're looking at children that lack the infrastructure in terms of family, like just kind of the normal family foundations, mother, father, and lacking all the other infrastructures, whether it be, you know, where they're going to bed, where they're learning. And so they were doing some work to help out these kids. But the reality is like, you know, they walked away asking, how is this possible? Like, how are we 
going on tour, selling out arenas, right, across the globe. Yet here are 30 kids that can't, you know, get the right coloring book or get the right education. I mean, how, how do you break that cycle of poverty? And so that was the genesis, really, really just being there at that moment and saying, let's do something. That something ended up being Maestro Cares and has been replicated across, you know, 22 different projects doing the same thing in the U.S. as well as Latin America. This is The Edge of Adventure. My name is Adam Asher. My guests today, Peter Romaro and Maciel Brito, both joining us from Maestro Cares. And Maciel, I'm going to ask you the following question for our audience, right, that uh, maybe speaks English, doesn't uh, isn't familiar with Spanish. What is the significance of the word maestro? Very good question, Adam. Maestro in Spanish means teacher or professor, somebody who teaches you. And I think that goes very well. Also, not just tied with our mission of, you know, making sure that children are educated and provided for and cared for and loved. But also it's one of Mark's nicknames, let's say, in in the music world. He's called the Maestro of Salsa. And so we thought, you know, it's like, it's a way of us saying like, okay, we as teachers, we as adults who can teach children and guide children, we care. And so that's kind of like where the name Maestro Cares comes from. Let me ask you too, Maciel, regarding where all this started, tell me the overview or the short version of the story, Zadie Cardenas, her heart and where it started. Connect the dots for us. Of course. So it is true. Um, It definitely, this has been a family affair from the beginning. Saidi, our current uh, executive director, as they were in the Dominican Republic on tours, um, she visited this this orphanage. She was the one who brought in her father and and Mark and to to see right this orphanage and to see these kids and to see the conditions. She speaks about it and and she'll tell you she she went to this orphanage and and it really was just like a garage I want to say and in there you had over twenty children and her and her family went and got some toys, balls and whatnot for the kids. And she says that she can't believe it, you know, when they came back with the toys, that they would play with the toys and they would be like bouncing the balls. And, and you know, they were like right there. They had so little space to really have like playtime, but also have a place to to be, you know, like educated and a place to, you know, like a place for everything, right? How we have in our homes, I think we take for granted having these different spaces. And so when you live in basically one room with over 20 children and there you have to do everything, you sleep, you study, you play, it was very difficult for her. And so she knew from the very beginning, she had to bring her father, Mr. Cardenas, and and bring Mark to really, you know, see how they can go and really help out these kids one way or another, you know, like what was it that they could do that would help them to get more space and and to get things that maybe resources that they didn't have access to before. And from there, I mean, once Mark and Mr. Cardenas went, they knew they had to do something. Um, and, And so they did a concert and all the proceeds of that concert were specifically to build these children a decent home where they can have all the spaces for them, you know, like a kitchen, a dining room for them to eat, study rooms for them to study after school, 
rooms for them to sleep, bathrooms for each one and room to play. So that's kind of where it all started. And I think that going from that, you know, idea of building safe and loving environments for children to either live, learn or play, that really just resonates in throughout all of our different projects. They're not all orphanages, but they still are safe places where children can grow and have the development that they, they deserve. That's the voice of Maciel Brito joining us from Maestro Cares on today's edition of The Edge of Adventure. Pete, you have been on the board, I believe, just about two years. I want to sort of get into your background as a professional and as a, a guy who's been very successful in business and connect that with what drew you to Maestro Cares and why you love it so much. Yeah, so my background by is, and will kind of lead into how I came to know Maestro Cares, is most, most of my life I've been in the investing world. And so that world was always finding opportunities to help grow, grow businesses is kind of was my job for a while. You know, later in my career, I tried to marry that with some of my passion points. And my passion points, my father being from Yabucoa, Puerto Rico, and and my mother being from Chile, something that was really important to me, like getting back, right? Understanding where I'm from, where my community's from. I still have plenty of family in Puerto Rico and, you know, plenty of family in Chile. And so on the investing side, I was looking at businesses that were, you know, focused on the Hispanic market, like who was catering to us? And in particular, if, you know, being Latino, you know that music is like something that runs deep in our culture, right? It, it is just so deep. And Mark's voice was just kind of iconic, right? In terms of, you know, I don't care where you, if you're in the Bronx or you're in LA or Miami, you know that voice when it comes on the air. And so uh, in kind of looking for opportunities, I met Henry. Henry was uh, someone that, you know, in the business world had been, you know, promoting some of the most iconic Latin artists going on tour for years and years and years. He was the man in the industry. And I thought that there would be a good opportunity for us to get to know each other and maybe potentially take his business to the next level. Uh, long story short is we became great friends and I got to know a little bit more about the organization that he had been building with Mark and became very impassioned about like what they were doing. Uh, there were not a lot of organizations that were based here in the States that were giving to Latin America in the way that they were, in a very big way. And so when I was asked to come on board, it was kind of a no-brainer. And I think taking it full circle when it like totally clicked for me on like why, like, why it was such a great match. And you know, I didn't know I was going to be on the board when I met Henry. I didn't know I was going to have this impact, even though it was kind of deep in, within me of something I wanted to do. But was when a year into being a board member, I was sitting at a baseball field in Puerto Rico. And on that baseball field, there were pictures of what Hurricane Maria had done to the baseball fields throughout Puerto Rico. I mean, just destroyed. And, um, you know, getting a baseball field, unfortunately, was kind of a, not really high up on the priority list, but it's, you know, when you think about Puerto Ricans on the Island and the kids, like that's not high on their list. 
And so getting on the field is just was so incredibly important. And so we were sitting on that field and that field was completed. It was back to normal. Javi Baez from the Chicago Cubs, Mark Anthony were there. And uh, more importantly, there were, you know, 40 kids who all had their uniforms on and were just so happy uh, that they were able to have a place to play ball. Right. I mean, it's so simple, but some of this stuff just doesn't just does it sometimes gets ignored or overlooked when you're in a situation like Puerto Rico is at times. And so that's when it finally clicked for me. You know, the work that I've been doing in the business world that let me need to, you know, meet Henry was finally coming full circle and making a big impact in the community was where my father's from. That is like, you know, was probably one of the most like, you know, powerful things for me coming out of this. And currently you're busy at Luminary Media, right? That's uh, you're the co-founder and CFO over there. What do you guys do there? So Luminary Media is in the podcasting business. So uh, it's what we're doing now. And so uh, Luminary Media is a subscription podcasting business that was started in 2018, which was trying to bring a, a kind of an alternative model to podcasting when we started the business. Prior to Luminary Media, I was kind of serving uh, as an executive over at How Stuff Works, which is another podcasting platform. And, and one of the things that we realized was that there were a lot of great shows, a lot of great stories that were not being told simply because it was tough. It's tough to make, you know, the economics of making a podcast make sense. If you were a big podcast, you did really well. If you're not so big, it was tough to, to kind of make ends meet. And so we felt that uh, there was an opportunity to really develop a platform where kind of the creators came first, in which we would provide them capital to create a podcast and, and really just focus on creating a great podcast, creating a great story, and that consumers would be willing to you know pay five bucks a month, no different than they pay for all the different subscriptions that they pay for now that were non-existent at the time, but that there would be a flock to kind of a Netflix type of model where they would pay for that content and it would be kind of, you know, basically... Them paying for subscriptions funds the creation of great stories without the, the need to like tell ads all the time. And so we've been doing that for three years and we're still in it. I mean, podcasting has obviously grown into an industry that is very different than it was three years ago, let alone 10 years ago. And so we're, we're excited to see where it goes. I think I'm going to start a podcast you've inspired. I think you should. I, I think, think you should. You're on to I'm something. I'm going to do it this time. Uh, great to have both of you guys on the show today. And uh, that is the voice of Pete Amaro. He is a board member, also the treasurer for Maestro Cares. And also on the line today is Maciel Brito, and she works in development. I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but I'm going to go to Maciel and ask you a question that I promise you my listeners and viewers have right? Maybe it's an easy question for you, but they're going to want to know. They're going to want to know what Mark Anthony is like. <laughs> it's funny because we get to interact with him, not on a regular basis, but I want to say very often. And so it's very, you know, very kind, humorous person. I don't think I have anything bad to say. It, it really is great, great person. And, and, We've been very, very fortunate to to be able to to work so close with him and and really, you know, take advantage and benefit from his, you know, how good of a kind person he is and, and do amazing things, you know, with with 
the foundation. Well, I can only imagine how demanding his life has been. I mean, to build the career that he has, musician, performer, actor, and all the different things he's done. So obviously, he's, he's a well-known guy. And it's inspiring, right, to see someone like that make the decision to use a part of what they've been given or what they've earned even and to use it for something good. And, you know, I see that in him. I see that in both of you guys. And I greatly appreciate it. So thanks again for joining me today. And thanks for, for what you guys do for Maestro Cares. So again, I want to make sure that the those that are joining us today fully grasp all that you guys do. Because like you've said, it's not just orphanages. It's not just schools. It's a wide variety of projects and it covers just a tremendous portion of Latin America and Spanish-speaking America, including the U.S. So make sure, though, I'm going to kick it now to Pete, the projects, what is the common thread that makes it a good candidate for, yeah, that's that's a project Maestro Cares should undertake? Yeah, I mean, we. It, it's funny you ask because we've been um, kind of, we've done a tremendous amount of work over the last 10 years. As we think about the next 10 years, we've kind of done some self-awareness checking about where we want to go next. And I think what has historically been a Maestro Cares project, if you will, has been certainly brick and mortar. So if you are a nonprofit organization and your dream is to build a building that serves children in terms of Latin America, by offering them a space to live, learn, and play, that's a Maestro Cares project. We have typically done that in Latin American countries, um, just given uh, the need and kind of where we were, uh, you know, identifying opportunities. Today, we've expanded that. And so it's not just brick and mortars. So when COVID hit, we were involved with World Central Kitchen. Um, and Jose Andres in the Bronx, helping them, making sure that families were being fed appropriately. Um, and so we've kind of expanded to be where the need is, regardless of brick and mortar. Now, brick and mortar will always be part of our soul, but I think we want to make sure that we're helpful to the Latino community at large. The second thing I'd say in terms of like where we're going is we're going to be more focused right here at home. So the organization is based in Chicago. That's where I'm based. And uh, the reality is we've just did our inaugural first Chicago project. Smells and feels very much like the other projects that we've done across Latin America. But we're going to be doing more of that because the reality is, is that there is a large Latinx community right here at home that, you know, has the same challenges as Latin America. And so I think we want to be a part of the solution. So you'll see, you know, projects that go up, buildings and schools and community centers that go up in Houston and New York and Chicago and Miami. Um, and that's kind of like the future of where we're going. But um, just to put it in a nutshell, it has to provide a safe space for kids to become the leaders that we know that they can be and we know that the recipe for that is pretty simple. They need to be able to sleep and have a home and a bed. We know that they need to learn. I mean, any kid wants to learn if you give them the chance. 
and they need a place to play because, you know, they're kids and they should be playing. But that's not always the case, you know, as you think about inner cities and the like. And so we'll continue to do that. But that's the recipe for the like perfect Maestro Cares project. That's Pete Amaro, treasurer and board member at Maestro Cares. Maciel Brito, let's ask you the next question as I try to keep the questions going back and forth, keep everybody in the roundtable. Curious, though, Maciel, what would be one of your favorite stories of the difference that's been made? I don't know, in a person's life, in a kid's life, in a community, something that you think to yourself, you know, that's that was a big difference that was made and the kind of thing you'd never forget. That's a really good question, Adam. Uh I don't think there's one thing in particular. I have to say that with each project, when you go and you meet the kids, you meet the staff, it really like the, each project has its own magic. Each project has its, its own stories. I personally got involved with Maestro Caras because of their orphanage in the Dominican Republic. And I had the pleasure and the opportunity of meeting each and every one of the kids that they have there. And I can tell you, they are amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, they're funny. They're so smart. And all of them, you know, coming from very difficult backgrounds, even before starting with Maestro Cares and, and getting to know them and, and, you know, hearing about their stories and, and, and seeing, you know, what a difference it was from where they came from and how they are right now because of the love and the care and the support that they receive at the Maestro Cares Orphanage there. It, for me, was amazing and really inspiring because if these children are able to overcome such difficult traumas and sometimes more than one in their lifetime, you know, before like 12 or, or 10, and they're able to be happy and, and really be grateful for what they have and be able to, you know, play and learn. For me, that was very inspiring. I knew right there and then that Maestro had done an amazing job there. And then after joining the team and visiting the other projects, I can say the same, you know, from each and every one of the projects, each one is very special in their very own way. And each one has, you know, unique children that really just steal your heart and stay forever in your mind and in your heart. They all are amazing. I think that the most recent one that I can say, you know, it's maybe one project in uh, Cali, Colombia. It's uh, with a project Asodis Valle. Um, we went and is this person who has, you know, several disabilities and he was even a, a CNN hero. And even like this, he went and got an education when so many different people, even doctors told him that he wasn't going to live until certain, you know, age and he wasn't going to be able to do much. He has lived a, like a life, like every other ordinary human being. He went, got an education and now he's giving back to the community. He is providing a rehabilitation center, an educational center, and a vocational center for children with disabilities, which in his town is it's a very, very high percentage of, of children and young people. And the fact that he was able to do that, even, you know, with with his limitations, and, and I wouldn't call them that, right? But with everything, right? The fact that he was able to do all of that and, and still continue to really make a difference in these kids' lives that maybe otherwise, you know, would be 
you know, stuck in a bedroom or in a bed without being able to leave their homes, you know, for me, that was so inspiring. And, and really, I think every time I go to one of the projects or we commit to a new one, each story just propels us, you know, to continue doing the work that we do and, and work even harder, right? Because if these people are making a difference, it's why, why aren't we? What can we do to kind of really just expand over that um, and, and really help them out so that they can continue doing amazing work? But really, Adam, each and every project has its own magic and, and its own intrigue. So, so highly recommend, you know, going to all of them. <laughs> Maciel Brito is one of our guests today here on The Edge of Adventure. So thinking now, Pete, speak to the successful business person, man or woman out there and say, hey, my friend, this is what I would challenge you to do to make your life even more rich. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it comes down to me. It comes down to finding the time. And I think oftentimes business, particularly if you're running a business, um, and uh, there's almost no time in the day to think about anything else. And I think sometimes you can get lost in that that hustle, right, that grind. And I think it's really important to pick your head up and see what's important. And for me, philanthropy and giving back to my community, uh, being Latino, was always really important to me. I was always wondering how and why I can do that. And so Maestro Cares just fell into place perfectly because the reality is, you know, business skills is really just a function of setting a goal, creating a plan and driving towards that goal. And that is the same thing that every nonprofit you know, is trying to do. The only difference is instead of profit, it's impact. And so what I always try to tell the Maestro Cares team, when we're raising money, it's not about raising money. It's about raising, like how many projects did we raise? So if, if we put $100,000 behind a project to get it launched, and then we raised $100,000, I want to talk about that in terms of we've raised one project because that really gets down to the core of what we're doing. And if you really want to take a step further, it, that should relate to we're helping 50 kids. And that's kind of you know where business can meet kind of philanthropy. And that's been so meaningful to me and my life where it's about being on that baseball field where it all comes together and getting that like, it's just a different source of joy. And if philanthropy is important to, to anyone, as I hope it is, I think everyone has a soft spot in, in their heart for something, figuring out what that is and, and using the skills in business to help those nonprofits that are putting their lives in front of these issues, like that's so valuable. And so I would just encourage everyone to explore that because sometimes it's tough to make that connection of I'm a business person. I, what do I have any, any right kind of being in that space? And there's a lot of things you can do to help, you know, whether it be fundraising or help driving decisions. It's a lot of what I've created, taken a lot of joy in. Maciel, now as we move now toward the end of the program, wrapping things up here shortly. And again, I appreciate your time. Maciel, what does this audience need to hear? What's your challenge to the people that listen to these podcasts and watch these podcasts and what do they need to hear today? Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to resonate on, on what Peter just said. You know, it's about finding what you, what's dear and, and, and what you care about and, and really supporting that. 
one way or another, right? I think that with Maestro Care is what I always tell people. It's like, learn about our projects, you know, really let's read a little bit more about the problems that are locally and in, even in our own communities, right? What are the things that are affecting our children, our youth, and, and how can we help? right? We're definitely everyone I think these days lives a very busy life and very fast moving pace. But I think that if we just take a moment to realize that we're in this world all together, and and if, you know, the advancement of one person should be the advancement of all of us. And so I always, you know, encourage people to really learn more about the foundation and the work that we're doing and really see if, if there's a connection there. Um, but mo- even more so beyond that, you know, to really understand that each community has a, a, a unique, let's say, need, right? And so it's a matter of addressing those needs and, and making sure that we provide not just the resources, but also the interest and in, in wanting to, to make it better and, and wanting to improving those. So my advice would be to really just learn about the different projects, learn about, you know, the issues and, and how these projects really make an impact and really make a difference in these kids and, and the youth that at the end of the day, they're our future, right? Talking today with a couple of great people joining us from Maestro Cares and the Maestro Cares Foundation. Peter Morrow is the treasurer and, of course, a board member there, Maciel Brito, is in development and fundraising. They both have a heart for people and they have a heart for what Maestro Cares does. And they have taken some time out of their busy schedule today to to share it with us and uh, help us have a better understanding about all the all that's going on, all the many different projects. And I wrote it down. The thing that ties it together, it helps these disadvantaged kids have a safe place so they can live, study, and play. How did I do? I think we did a good job because you okay. did. You did. <laughs> you did. Okay. It's awesome. It's a great thing. It's, and I certainly look forward to having the uh, friends and followers of the Edge of Adventure check in with you guys. My, They know. I do this all the time. I say, look, if nothing else, just reach out to Maestro Cares and let them know you appreciate what they're doing. You find it fascinating. You appreciate their heart. And send them a message you know, and probably the best place to start, I'll pull up the website on the screen, is maestrocares.org. Now, you're going to find them all across social media. You can find the links there on the website, and you can connect with them from the website as well, maestrocares.org. And for those listening to the audio version, maestro is spelled M-A-E-S-T-R-O, maestrocares.org. All right, you guys are awesome. Did I miss anything? I, I wanted to say thank you because uh, you're helping tell our story. And if it just reaches one person, um, this 30 minutes, 35 minutes will be all worth it. Well, I have an amazing audience and I'm not going to credit myself for that. My friends and and followers, they care about what's happening in the world and they care about kids. The kids like you guys are helping. So I know they've enjoyed this interview. I know they'll reach out to you. And we got to help each other. That way we can help those kids. The Maestro Cares Foundation, they've been our focus today here on the Edge of Adventure. Fantastic conversation. Great organization. Great people. And uh, we'll be in touch. I, uh, I think uh, it'd be awesome to get to see the work firsthand at some point in the near future. So thanks for letting me have this opportunity. It's a great story to get 
to help to tell. Thank, Thank you, you, Adam. Really appreciate you. My name is Adam Asher, and you've been listening to the Edge of Adventure podcast. To learn more, log on to theedgeofadventure.com. And while you're there, check out the video series where we go off the grid to discover some of the great things people are doing all around the globe to make the world a better place. I call it my search for adventure and purpose. You'll find us on social media too. Just look for the hashtag, The Edge of Adventure. Thanks for joining us. Always great to have you with us as together we aim to live life for something bigger than ourselves. This is The Edge of Adventure, where we go beyond status quo.